Hey, DJ Mess here. Give you a little insight on this episode. Um, originally, this was episode 94, and then we went ahead and recorded our Christmas episode on that Sunday of the following week that we did this. So, just to give you a heads up, we kind of flipped the episodes around because we wanted to get a Christmas episode out for Vogue Network and to our podcast feed. Because normally we record uh, that Tuesday. And the episode that we record on Tuesday will go on to the VOD feed the following week. And then it'll hit our RSS feed, give or take. But don't worry. By the time we hit episode 100, things are going to be changing. We're looking at going live. So once the episode is on the VOD network, it will hit the RSS feed right away. So as you're listening to this and you're going, what's going on? Just give me a heads up that we flip the episode around just so we can get a Christmas episode out on Christmas instead of the following week, which is New Year's. So enjoy. We're on vacation for another week or so, and we will be back the weekend of the 15th. See you then. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 93. No, 94. I'm correct. 94. We are that podcast that talks about anime, cons, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. Uh, and on. You want to say it again? You came out like. I said, I am Makotan. I think your microphone might be crapping out on you. Well, it's the one you gave me. Mm, maybe sound like a peanuts era, peanuts realm uh, teacher. Well, she is our resident Lucy, so does that mean she's calling you a blockhead and verbally berating you? When isn't she? <laughs> Where have you been? <laughs> it's like, hi. How long have you known me? Yep. Why can't I get this to load? It sucks. Because it don't like you. It doesn't like me. Considering it's one of the articles, it doesn't like me. <sighs> article's gonna laugh at you. They're all gonna laugh at you. And also, it, we're also one week from Christmas. Yay. <laughs> I suppose. Guess I've... how many Christmas gifts I've bought. None? None. Absolutely none. So are it's you because saying... Because you're a Grinch or because you're broke? Um, Because I'm broke. I thought because you were celebrating Hanukkah. No, I get paid tomorrow. All of my money up until now has gone to the wedding, so... But that is done, it is over, and now I can actually spend money on other people besides myself. Gift cards for everyone! No, I'm actually going to go out and buy crap. Oh, you actually going to put some thought into it? You should actually label on each gift a box of crap. A box of crap. I could do that. No, I I basically have uh, figured out what I'm getting everybody. It's just a matter of getting it and then getting it to everybody. Mm. Well, yeah, most of my money is already. I got paid today too, and I spent a. 
big portion of my paycheck finishing up my uh, gift shopping and card shopping. I found a, uh, when I was at Walmart, I found a pack of greeting cards. You know those fake, uh, those fake photos that look like a inspirational uh, advice and it turns out to be like sarcastic and profane as fuck all? Like the, mm-hmm. like the some e-cards that's out there on Facebook? Yeah. Yeah. I found a pack of Christmas cards like those, so I figured, hey, I know what I'm sending everybody. That works. That's cool. But anywho, I don't even know who all is getting me stuff. I do know, um... Me? Well, you're getting me something? Yeah. Shit, I got. Well, I gotta go find. I good. It's a good thing I have a nice line of credit with Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> because if I find out later, or I'm getting stuff from people, I'm pretty much gonna be like, okay, I'm going to Amazon. I'm just gonna buy. I'm sending. Look, here's a ten dollar gift card. Ten dollar Amazon card. Ten dollar Amazon gift card. Enjoy around the world. And you got a gift card. And you got a gift card. And you got a gift card. Everybody gets a gift card. Yeah, I've had a few people um, buy me stuff this year that uh, was a complete surprise. So now those are the people that I'm kind of going, what the fuck do I get them? Yeah, I saw something on your Facebook page that said you wanted something. Uh, yep. Legos, right? Legos. Everybody get me Legos. Well, the one thing I really I really want... All I the- see are set, sets. I don't see like the big you know, buckets of miscellaneous Legos. Hey, sets are fine. Legos are Legos. Now, if you go to the Lego store, you can put yourself, you can get a bucket and buy as much as you like. Legos are Legos. Legos. Yeah. mm -hmm. Where? There's Lego World. Yeah, there's a Lego, there's a Lego Land in Universal Studios. But there is a Lego store right a block away from Nintendo World, all in Rockefeller Center. Oh, that's in New York. I'm in South Jersey. But there's probably a couple of them out there, too. Okay. Yeah. Well, I already know what I'm getting, Ranma, so that's all right. Yeah, you already got yours. Yes, I did. And I'm very, very happy with her. (laughs) All right, I found uh, the the LEGO World's website, and I'm looking at the store listing, and the closest one to me is... Paramus, New Jersey. Wow. North Jersey. Have fun. Is not one in Philly? No, uh, King of Prussia Mall. Well, oh. How far drive is that for you? Half hour or so. Compared to going on the traffic? And going up to Paramus? I don't know. It's like three one, it's, hours. It's one blasted, scoured hellscape against another. Here, here's the best way to tell you how to get there, more or less. Remember, did you go to Manga Next last year? Yeah, I think I did. Remember how it was all up in North Jersey? Yeah. Uh, you add an extra ten minutes that that gets you to Paramus. Wonderful. Yeah, so I think about it'd be a lot easier to go to King of Prussia. Any reason to get out of Jersey, if you ask me? It's actually more than ten minutes. I don't hate mm. this place as much as the rest of the world. I do know this much. I hate parts about it, but not. Hate it in general. I, I I do know this much. You go on Facebook, you say something about Jersey, people be, people will piss you. People will get pissy and want to kick your ass. 
you go say something about Long Island, people get pissy and want to kick your ass. Can't we all just agree just to hate on one state and just leave it at that? Ohio. No. <laughs> well, I can I can see that, but I still I still say my votes for uh, Florida. Yeah, it's a special kind of crazy down in Florida. <laughs> special doesn't even seem to describe. <laughs> So, how was your week? How was your day? Who wants to go first? Um, I guess I will. Uh, Wouldn't have all. Yeah, what did I do? Um, I've been getting ready for the for my cousin's wedding this weekend. You don't say Maleficent. <laughs> Shut up. I take very evil-looking pictures. I can't help that. You should, you should be proud of that. Yeah, I am proud of that, but that's basically all I've been doing. My cousin got married uh, on Sunday, and the entire bridal party was almost an hour late for the wedding. How'd that happen? Well, originally she was supposed to have two limos. Still, only one limo was supposed to pick everybody up. All the groomsmen with the groom were supposed to be picked up first and brought to the church. Then that limo was supposed to go and pick up all of the bridesmaids and um, the bride and bring them to the church. And then there were supposed to be two limos waiting for us after the ceremony. Well, they canceled one limo because we didn't need it. And when they canceled that limo, the uh, limo company just assumed that we also did not need the second trip going to the church. So when the limo dropped off all the guys at the church. It just sat there. So we didn't even get picked up until about 3.15, and the wedding was supposed to start at 3. Wonderful. Yep, and it's a 30-minute drive from where the hotel was to the uh, church. Well, I guess with the way people are probably like, is she backing out? Someone's probably like, I'm collecting money on this one. No, she was on the phone with her groom almost the entire time, basically telling him to get out there, kick the limo driver's ass, and get him over there. (laughs) Did he do that? I don't know if he kicked the limo driver's ass, but they were very, very angry. You're going to make my daughter cry on the most important day of her life. I can't have that. Oh, fungal. <laughs> Maron, right? <laughs> exactly. Well, you, don't, you, you, don't, you don't mess with a bunch of Italian people on something as important as a wedding. Oh, I know that firsthand. Trust you me. You don't do shit like that. So, heads will roll. Oh, do, but... you, do you have a story to tell to Ari? Uh, no, just that a lot of my family is from... South Philly and Italian, so I'd seen all, all like the, the mobster like, greaseball stereotypes spelled G R E E Z B A L L. Well, shit. I know exactly what Mako's talking about. Yeah, well, that was uh, that was my Sunday, but it, it was fun. Ronma was there. So I, saw. I needed somebody. I needed somebody to uh, bring to piss off all the uh, 
all the off-the-boat Italian ants and shit, so that was great. Old racist sons of bitches. Yep. <laughs> that must have been fun. Well, if it they're was. well, if they're going to ask, I was going to say, well, I'm from the south side of Sicily. <laughs> oh boy. But yeah, I had fun. That's all that matters. And then because I was driving, I couldn't drink, so went back to Ronma's place and got completely plastered. Of her own accord, just so you people know. Yes, I did, because I was mixing alcohol and Benadryl. <laughs> what? Well, I was I, I was so stressed out. Um, it started out, I got heartburn during the week. And then the heartburn, once that went away, I got um, stress hives. So I basically <sighs> was taking Benadryl to cut the uh, the itch from the hives. And I decided that, yeah, um, I didn't have anything to do on Monday. I took off from work, so I got back to his place and downed my Benadryl with a shot of absinthe. <laughs> and then did another shot of absinthe. And then did another shot of absinthe. At that point, you could you could hear colors, couldn't you? No, I mean, it, it actually wasn't that bad. I I'm I have a very high tolerance, so... Uh, the, the last one uh, ended up giving me a hurricane later on, and that's when I ended it. I wasn't that far gone, but when I went to sleep, I know I was really drunk in my sleep. Emphasis on the word high. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, was, I, I was kind of freaking loopy, but that's fun, so it's okay. Uh. What are we going to do with you? You know the answer to that. I can't. Damn it. Yeah, but that's illegal in all 50 states. So? <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I foresee. <laughs> I give up. So what did everybody else do? Oh, yeah. I forgot. Um, God, I, I can't match your, your catch, your, uh, updates on what you did over the past week. I mean, most, like the most, uh, captivating thing I did was, uh, see the Hobbit. Oh, how was how that? Was it? That was a very good movie. It was, a uh, for, for a while I forgot that it was a Peter Jackson movie and such, and Lord of the Rings movie, so it was, a. Uh, I was kind of surprised that it was three hours long. But uh, other than that, I really enjoyed it. And uh, I don't know if I said it before, but the week before its release, when the Colbert Report, Stephen Colbert had a huge Hobbit-themed set. Like, everything was Lord of the Rings-themed. He, he had a bunch of guests from Lord of the Rings, and the guy who played Bil Bilbo, the guy who did the uh, mocap suit for Gollum. He must be a big Lotro fan. Oh, he is. He uh, speaks Elvish. He has a replica uh, sting. And uh, the part where he does his interviews was was dolled up to look like the Shire. Ah. 
and uh, when he when uh, Ian McKellen was on, he was like, t- he he was a uh, joking about how a lot of characters in the movie smoked, and it was quote unquote considered a kids movie. If it don't say Disney, it ain't a kids movie. <laughs> I, I I also heard a really like bad bad rumor about Disney. Oh, do tell. I'm not sure, like, like who started it or whatever, but someone had proposed the idea of Disney buying up WWE. Oh, God. You, the entire McMahon clan would have to be dead before that happens. Even Shane. Shane you know, left. You, Shane doesn't give a shit. Yeah, that's why I said. Like, like, put... I know it was bullshit, but still my mind wandered to those, like, really weird, you know, logical conclusion part, uh, sections where you see divas as, as Disney princesses because they, they're they surprisingly similar. And, uh, like, oh, crap, they're going to put WWE superstars in the next Kingdom Hearts game. Look at that coming down the ramp! Oh my God, it's Mickey Mouse! My God, he's getting in! He's getting in the ring with that chair! What is he doing with that chair? My God, he hit Donald with the chair! The chair! My God, King! My God! I got an even more horrible fucking John Cena with a keyblade. And it's even worse. He's laying out Donald <laughs> on the chair. He's going back. Oh, dear God. He's doing the people's elbow. The kingdom elbow on the chair. <laughs> on Donald. One, two, three. We have a new Disney champion. Can you believe this, King? By God, can you believe this? Are you sure this isn't the drunk episode? Uh, no. <sighs> it's called giving giving someone an opportunity. Yeah. Oh, God, I freaking handed you that one. Yes. Yes, you did. Like I said, good thing it was bullshit. Mm, if anything, I can see the WWE making an attempt to buy Disney, but... Yeah, that, like, yeah, yeah, that'll go over as, as well as the Linda McMahon administration. Mm. <laughs> but then but again... Campaign. But then again, Disney... Well, if anything, if Disney tries to go for WWE, I think... I think um, the people. I think the people at uh, G Four be like, I don't think so. Oh, G Four's gone now. Well, I know it's the Esquire Channel, but I'm just saying it's the G Four NBC thing. You know who the the NBC Comcasting? They'd be like, yeah, I don't think so. And see, you didn't even go in the direction that I would have gone in with that. Oh, and what would you have done? Do we really want to? As what Disney now owns. Star and Wars Lucas films, mm-hmm. tables, letters, and lightsabers. <laughs> and R two is like, I don't even think that's PG. And you have friggin' Heath Slater bi- like bisected with a lightsaber as two halves just fall over. It's two MB now. <laughs> well. Speaking of Disney, something just popped up on my Facebook wall, and it might cause Michael Chan to grab the absinthe to start drinking now. Oh dear God, what? I'm posting it in our chat, and look, and just, 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 just take a look and click on it. 
I'm playing a game right now. Well, pause your. Tell me. Pause your damn. I can't yeah, pause it. Oz the Great and Powerful. Yeah. Disney's Oz the Great and Powerful. There's like a dozen books in the Oz series. Everyone, everyone only remembers the one from the 1930s with Dorothy Hamilton as the Wicked Witch of the West, and occasionally the musical Wicked. Hmm. Wicked. It's a two-hour musical about two two women fighting over shoes. No. It's the ultimate chick flick. There you go. <laughs> exactly. So, anywho. Disney Great and Powerful Oz. Okay. I'm supposed to be upset with this? Well, what? Well I, I, well, I could have sworn you were a big Disney, a big Oz fan or something like that. Mm, I'm alright with it, but I'm not a huge fan. Fair enough. So what about you, Ronma? Uh, well, I found out the job I was interviewing for, they're going with somebody else because I didn't have enough experience on rollouts, but whatevs. It's just, uh, um, just been quiet, done some shopping. Uh, just, I guess I'm just more focused on going back to school, and hopefully I only have to, like, do one semester, and that's it. Oh, good for you. Thanks. Uh, oh, my friend Elaine is here hanging out, and she's heading out tomorrow, so... And a couple of friends have been talking. I've been talking. They want me to come visit for Christmas. So I'm like, I might just. Because truth be told, I really don't want to go. I really don't want to see my grandparents. I do, but I'd rather not go do it over the holidays. Go do something else. But at least they have their cards. And that's all that matters. And now uh, that we got that hour away, I keep forgetting to not—I keep forgetting to mention this, but don't forget, our podcast Anime Jam Session is on the Vogue Network Tuesdays 9:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and Thursdays 1 p.m. for the Encore. And don't forget there are other shows on the Vogue Network if you like video games, uh, pop culture, sci-fi, all the cool stuff. There's other shows: Bobby Blackwolf, Orange Notch Radio, Pop Culture, Critical Myth, Under Sedation Live. So there's more than just us. So if you like us and you listen on Vogue, please support other shows on the network. And now we got that out the way. I guess we can go ahead and start our first break. Okay. And we'll be back. Oh, I'm a 
If you enjoy independent podcasts and would like to support them, check out some of our independent podcasting friends. Check out Orange Lounge Radio at orangeloungeradio.com where they discuss video games, gamer culture, and gamer lifestyle with Sky, Doc Soccer, and Loki. Listen live Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on vognetwork.com. And right before them is the Bobby Blackwolf Show at 8 p.m. Eastern and 5 p.m. Pacific. Video games and gamer talk at bobbyblackwolf.com. If Warcraft is your taste, listen to Hordehouse with Sky and Exifer weekly at Hordehouse.com. If you want more of a female perspective of what we do here on Anime Jam Session, listen to Electric Sisterhood with Ninja Sister and Pandalicious at ElectricSisterhood.com with new shows every week. If you prefer geek, pop culture, and sci-fi, check out PopCulture.net and the Geek Culture Network. 
And also check out the Brooklyn Otaku, a brand new anime podcast, friends of ours. You can find them at facebook.com slash the Brooklyn Otaku. Okay, now that we've taken our standard potty breaks, who would like to go first? Uh, let's see. I will if no one else will. Well then, sure. The floor, the floor is yours. Okay. <clears throat> well, it seems that Japanese people will brand anything with anime characters just to be able to collect more crap. And, oh, wow, I am seeing this for the first time. I'm like, what <laughs> the hell? Ever wanted to have safe sex but thought that condoms were rever- relatively emasculating? No, I don't know who would have that thought. Well, with Fist of the North Star condoms, you can engage with in intercourse with your lover with all the strength of Ken's raging fist without that raging fist of a penis impregnating or catching any sexually transmitted diseases. Of course, this is yet another thing that only those geniuses in Japan would be able to think up, and it's naturally only available to those very geniuses. I wonder how many men have probably shot at Kenshiro's infamous catchphrase, you are already dead at their part. <laughs> this is climaxing. Oh my god. I'm thinking of something a little bit different. Using the Hokuto Shinkan as a, as a thrusting technique? <laughs> Time to climax, 1.3 seconds. <laughs> well, her climax, I mean. But, oh my god. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, I gotta walk away. I'll be right back. He's got a lot of horrible things <laughs> he wants to say, and he doesn't want to say them on air, doesn't he? Who knows? But the shit I find online, you're welcome. <laughs> so who wants to suggest that they're, they're might, they might put a different anime on the condom wrappers? Well, they have put different anime on condom wrappers. Do what now? Um, yeah, they've... Like Let's which see. Ones? Let's see if I can find it. <sighs> Just so you know, uh, just so you know, unless you, you may have saw this on my Twitter maybe about a year and a half ago, I probably still have the picture on my phone. There's also Street Fighter condoms. Are you? Oh, there are Pokemon condoms. Yes. Oh my God! I I had to ask it, and I. There, there are. They make character-shaped condoms. Use Megahorn. It's super effective. No, it's actually Pikachu. I'm sorry. Megahorn is an attack. I know, but it's Pikachu as the condom. Psyduck uses it's, Harden. It's it's yellow and it's got ears and a face and hands. I'm looking at the picture of it right now. Oh, it's a Pikachu-shaped condom. Right next to a um, Spider-Man-shaped condom. For those times where you yeah. can't use a natural webbing. <laughs> God. Yeah. Well, it could be worse. Oh, God, um, don't say it. It, it could be the uh, Pikachu menstrual pad. 
I'm looking at one of those what? right now as well. It's a reusable um, sanitary napkin with Pikachu's cheery face all up in your crotch. Have fun with that. <laughs> Which Pokemon uses Harden again? Anything that has a carapace or a is soft, malleable form. Yes, using Harden instead of a, what the condom. It's super effective. I just fucked with everybody. You're welcome. You do know that payback's a bitch, right? It's just another Tuesday on Anime Jam Session. How is payback a bitch? You guys are usually the ones that fuck with my brain. Which means we're going to give it back to you twice as hard. No. <laughs> that was my payback, bitch. <laughs> well, at least it's at least it's not the Star Wars condom. It's shaped like a lightsaber, isn't it? No, it just has uh, Darth Vader's face on it, and it says, I'm not the father. Not even if the Force is strong with this one? Come on, that one was right there. I think it would be funny if they had Maury's face on, on, on condoms. You are not the father. Exactly. Unless, of course, you totally are. We've seen that happen. More than once. Can we please move on from the creepy condom section, please? We can move <laughs> on. Just fit, my God. <sighs> All right, Shall well, I go next? Yes, yes. You, 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 you create this shitstorm. Now fix it. All right. Um. So Shonen Jump Magazine is about to get its own theme park. Uh, Namco Bandai Group announced on Monday that it will open the f world's first theme park devoted to the manga magazine Shona uh, Weekland Shonen Jump next summer. The theme park will span about uh, 6,200 6, square meters, about 1.52 acres, and it's going to be on the third floor. Damn it, cat! On the third floor of the Sunshine City World Import. Son of a bitch! What? I hate this cat. Oh no, she jumped onto the laptop, hit something, and it switched to a different screen. <laughs> uh, it's going to be on the third floor of the Sun Sunshine City World Import Mart building in Tokyo's Ikubukura Ward. 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 Uh, Namco will be the main operator of the park, with the rest of the Namco Bandai Group offering its character business, expertise in toys, hobby goods, entertainment content, and amusement facilities. Um, the uh, Weekly Shonen Jump editors will take part in the project and collaborate on the planning. The anime studios, uh, Toy Animation, and Parrot will also participate. The park's name has not been announced, but the exhibits and floor plans have been made public. There will be areas devoted to the three popular titles, One Piece, Naruto, and Dragon Ball. There will also be a Heroes Arena area with a rotating theme and different characters at regular intervals. In addition, there will be food and dessert areas, an amusement area, and a character goods shop. Oh, so. could you imagine the food shop? It's like, you just... I just picture Naruto just sitting there eating ramen and then Goku with the endless bowls of food, you know? Well, I'm kind of hoping that they, if they do a restaurant area, it's going to be themed. 
as if you're going in there. There is a floor map. And I mean, while uh, you're talking about an acre and a half, and while that's a lot of space, that's not a whole hell of a lot of space for a amusement park. park. Plus, I'm drawing a picture if it's like Disney theme parks or something like other like, and you have people dressed up as characters walking around talking to people. Hmm. I mean, that's a possibility, but I mean, it's it's. I don't know. I can't think of an indoor thing with. Uh, it's. I don't know. I guess I will have to see pictures once it's actually. Son of a cat. Ugh. What did Storm do now? No, she keeps using my laptop as a jumping pad because she can get to it easily and continues to walk all over it now. Water bottle time. <sighs> if it worked, but it doesn't. Anyway, she looks at you like um, I just, she I don't looks... know, I, I, I'm going to have to see pictures of it once it's actually up and running. Yeah, I could just see Storm looking at you with the water bottle and she looks at you back with, that's all you the got? Fuck? No, that's all you got. Yeah, that's it. Like the fuck. Look. <laughs> Plus, going back to the character yeah. one around, is it going to be like guys, like actually like people dress like cosplaying as the characters, or they get with their own bodies, or they have those like big styrofoam heads, you know, kind of wall, kind of wall-eyed and hollow-eyed, creepy-looking things. Um, I'm. Ooh, it could go either way. Mm-hmm. Probably need to for the. Uh, Different levels of Super Saiyan hair, at least. Yeah, imagine the Dragon Coaster. It starts you off at Earth, takes you up to up dynamic, and then down to the to the, uh, down to Hell, and you roll and you rotate around King Kai's plan and brings you back to Earth. I would ride the hell out of that ride. <laughs> Actually, sounds awesome. The One Piece water flume. Lives like a kind of and you have to dodge kunai and shuriken it, like by the skin of your teeth. Mm. I can I see know. that. No, be, no, 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 no. It'd be like a jungle safari. You know, like they have like a Six Flags, and you just look. You see ninjas in a natural habitat, <laughs> and you see nothing. <laughs> Even better. Look, ninjas in their natural habitat. You can't see shit because, duh, they're ninjas. And you're like, I don't see anything. Something just flies right past your head. Like, or like, note that says, duh, we're fucking ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. There's the um, the Goku test of strength. You know, when you go to the, like to the fairs with the hammer, mm-hmm. you probably have something like that set up. <laughs> Depending on how high uh, you hit the you hit the you get the the puck up there is how what Super Saiyan level you're at. <laughs> oh come on, these are Japanese people. You know you're probably gonna have to hit it with something like your dick instead of a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> come on. I'm tapping out. I mean, tapping you're out. thinking. <laughs> You're thinking about an American theme park. These are Japanese people. Damn it. <laughs> they don't do anything as simplistic as a hammer. You're provided with a different hammer. Or rather, you have to provide your own hammer. Mako-chan? Yes? 
that was bad, and you should feel bad. I should, but I don't. Uh, of course you don't. Terrible. Just terrible. <laughs> All right, next up. Only because it's the holidays. I wins the internets. <laughs> All right. Next <laughs> up is something that I'm interested in because I saw bits and pieces of this anime, but I do want to see it, though. It seems that they're recruiting Sam Jackson for the adaptation of the anime Kite. As it goes, I'm tired of these motherfucking reboots of these motherfucking animes. Well, not really. But when Samuel Jackson and David R. Ellis, director of Snakes on a Plane, are reportedly reuniting on a project, it is a known fact that you have to work that line in somewhere. Jackson is now set to start Ellis' live-action adaptation of the 98 film, Japanese anime film, Kite. The project centers on a young girl whose parents are murdered in a gruesome double homicide and is taken in by two corrupt detectives who train her as an assassin. In a recent interview at Movies.com, um, <clears throat> Jackson revealed his next project, which... Looks like he's a part of the reboot of RoboCop, which is pretty cool. I'm doing this live-action version of Kite, the Japanese anime. I'll be doing a live-action version of that in Johannesburg. Really? I would have guessed Detroit or Chicago, but... Camden? Not even. (laughs) But... Johannesburg? Oh, uh, well... I'm sure there's a perfectly good explanation for it. I hope so. Ellis has been involved with this project for at least a year now. There's interesting distinction between the original Japanese release, which was two 30-minute episodes, and the American release, which was edited down to a feature that runs at about 45 minutes, which you can now get the uncut version. The edited version may have a tighter story, but the uncut feature apparently has an explicit sex rape scenes. Now, yes, not- it does. Yes. Not entirely sure which direction Ellis and Jackson are looking to go with this film, but Jackson is no stranger to controversial subject matter, just having starred in Spike Lee's Old Boy remake. Which, did that even come out? No, they haven't. Um, they're just uh, finishing up taping, I think. Mm. While you can check out the trailer for the original anime that they have on the site here, you won't get too much in the way of the story, but you'll get a lot of blood, gunshots, and delayed explosion bullets. What more can you ask for? The late explosion bullet sounds like hollow points. Mm. And I'm sorry, did they say they were doing a reboot of RoboCop? Yeah, you didn't know? Um, Yeah. yeah. Some, there's some, a couple of famous actors in it. I can't remember that it's supposed to be in it. I know it's, it's some character that I, some actor I know always has a lot of Good guy roles, but he's actually playing the villain in this. Let's see. Oh, I found can... an, an Omnicorp website. Uh, well, looks like the movie's coming out in 2014. Yeah, that's right. Michael Keaton plays the bad guy in this. Huh. So that, that looks to be interesting. Uh, 
and the budget for it is about is is a hundred million dollars. A hundred million? That's not what I saw. If you look at the IMDb. Uh. But then again, it's IMDb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, Samuel Jackson's a fan of Kite, right? Yeah. I would guess. He's a fan of a couple of different ones. I mean, and a, I think a, they're doing. Hmm? I mean, a guy wouldn't you know sign on for something like this unless he was a, he was a fan because you know they want to respect the storyline and the characters. Mm-hmm. At least that's the way I see it. Hmm. Like with the Dragon Ball Evolution movie, I'm pretty convinced that no one ever saw an episode of Dragon Ball in their entire life. Yeah. Probably not. But since the Omnicorp site is up, maybe the movie will be out next year. Hmm. Only time will tell. Because yeah, I'm checking IMDb uh, site, they actually have Craigslist apps um, f- um, ad- um, ads up in Toronto for, I guess, for extra people and stuff. Yeah, some of the scene. Yeah, extras. Mm-hmm. So I guess the film probably just started then. Oh well, it is what it is. I feel like watching RoboCop and RoboCop 2 all over again. I have RoboCop on Blu-ray. Awesome. I have been meaning to crack that bad boy open for God knows how long. I only had it for about a week, too. But it's in Blu-ray with 1080p, so that's going to be fun. Now, who wants to take the next story? Uh, uh, Ari, it's back to you. Very well. Now, before we begin, I'm looking at this. I'm re- I looked over the article. There's only one particular song that kind of fits this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. A police sergeant was charged with bootlegging an anime film. Police in Fukushima Prefecture announced on Thursday that they charged a 38-year-old male expressway police sergeant on October 22nd with violent, violating Japan's Copyright Act. The suspect is accused of recording the anime film Magical Girl Lyrical Nanoha, the movie Second A's in the theater. Due to the charges, the police disciplined the sergeant by reducing his salary by one-tenth for one month on Wednesday. According to the investigators, a suspect recorded the film with a portable audio player and a digital camera on three occasions in July and August in theaters in, Fush- in Fujishima and Sendai. A suspect reportedly said that he recorded the film to watch in his own home. According to police, the staff witnessed the suspect setting up his camera in the seat on August 23rd. Wonderful. The cops are fucking bootleggers. The cops are fucking stupid. Well, that too. I kind of figured that was a given. And <laughs> apparently a man in Nagano, Nakano, not N-A-G-A-N-O, was charged with recording the audio from Mobile Suit Gundam 00, the movie Awakening of the Trailblazer, and SP the motion picture Yabohen with his mobile phone in 2011. They had just passed a law against hidden recording devices in movie theaters. And since the law went in effect, Japanese movies have regularly shown public service announcers to remind people of the law. 
As in, hey, don't do this shit or you'll get caught. Well, I'm looking through the forums. Some interesting... I see some interesting comments. Like, he saw it... Why well, record it three times? You know? Must have been one hell of a movie. One person goes... What's more damaging to this guy's reputation? The fact that he committed a crime or that now everyone thinks he's near a 40-year-old guy watching an anime about little girls? <laughs> well, that does make... That kind of falls under things that make you go, hmm. Uh-huh. <coughs> Sorry. But, uh... Kind of reminds me of that one episode of Sci-Fi where George tried bootlegging. And uh, mm-hmm. he got caught once and was a sobbing wreck in the police office. And his father's calling out some guy going, You want a piece of me? My memory ain't what, what it used to be, but I'm pretty sure that everyone started corpsing when the cameras were off. This kind but, of falls under your tax dollars at work. Uh-huh. Oddly enough, it's not the stupidest thing I've ever seen a cop doing. Heard of a cop doing? I don't think it's. I don't think it is for any of us. Now, my question was: Was he, was he like in like his normal clothes, or was he in his cop uniform? Because I'm gonna look. I'm gonna get an idea just how stupid this thing is. Well, then again, even when you're off duty or not in uniform, you are you are to carry your your badge on badge ID on you at all times. Yeah. So of course it's going to be on him. So. I just imagine like going in in full uniform to record it, just for extra stupid, you know. But then again, I think we're giving a little too. Cr- much credit to a guy who's bootlegging an anime film, so... Mm. I mean, he got away who with... Paid, it. Who paid to go see it three times and bootlegged it three times. I, I, I guess the first couple of times the quality wasn't as good as he wanted it, but... He's putting together his own director's cut. Uh... <laughs> <sighs> oh, God. That's all I gotta say. Oh, stupid people. Now, speaking of stupid people, you can go ahead and take this next article about Tim Burton. Damn you. All right, fine. He's not stupid. He's a little eccentric. Yeah. Um, and by a little, I mean a lot. Yeah. Somehow so I think Director she missed the insult there. Trust no, me, I didn't. got the insult. I <laughs> just chose to ignore it. So, Director Tim Burton... Um, the director that's done Alice in Wonderland, Batman, Edward Scissorhands, and a whole shit ton of movies with Johnny Depp, uh, will make his anime voice acting debut in Kami Usagi Rope, a series of comedy shorts from creator Uji... Uh, Uchiyama. How the, yeah, Uchiyama. I love Japanese names. I can't say them for shit. <laughs> <laughs> And the Oscar-winning anime studio Robot. Burton voiced the dog character during his trip to Japan this month, and the short will air during Fuji TV's morning program Mezamashi Terabi early next year. The anime staff, which includes fans of Burton's work, showed Burton an illustration of the canine Tim Inu and gave him an offer to voice the character. 
Burton reportedly said with joy that the dog looks just like him and agreed to play the role. And there's a picture of him. And yeah, that's that's. They it's exactly actually, like him. Yeah, they, looks, they, they basically turned Tim Burton into a dog. It kind of looks more like Billy Joel from Oliver and Company. Yeah. Now, what I'm thinking is that they designed the dog to look like Tim Burton first, and then just by coincidence, they had him in the studio thinking, oh, wow, this will be perfect. You know? No, well, they freaking named him Tim Inu. It's so, Tim Dog. Okay. So I, I would assume that they created him for him. Uh, but in this anime, a high school rabbit named Rope and his quick-tempered squirrel friend Akira have random conversations as they walk through their work class, uh, working-class neighborhood to the movie theater. Uchiyama, who directs, writes, and designs the anime himself, personally directed Burton's voice recording session. Not only did Burton speak English lines, but also Japanese ones. So, yeah. Seems well, kind of Seinfeldian from the premise. Like, just walking around, shooting the shit. Like, remember the, uh... The, uh... The scene, the scene in the first Clerks movie, but we're talking about the the uh, second Death Star, whether or not the uh, when it was being constructed, it independent contractors had nothing to do with the war died, you know. Mm-hmm. That's what it kind of remind me of. Well, the way he's the way he's drawn, look at it this way: at least he's not wearing um traditional um uh, 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 traditional robes and has a little jewel around his neck. Well, I'm the only one that... that, Am I the only one? I think so. (sighs) Yikes. I don't want to ask because I think it was where it looked stupid. No, no, no. It was a a really bad Inuyasha reference. No. Yeah, it was really bad. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it was really bad because I'm an Inuyasha fan and didn't even get the reference. Because I forgot what the outfit that Inuyasha wears. I forgot what his chat was was actually called. So, well, since it's Team Inu Inuyasha, you know. Mm-hmm. This this dog version of Tim Burton looks like he has a lot of fleas too, and the way he's holding <laughs> his arm, he's just like, "Take the picture, take the picture," like itch, 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 itch. <laughs> Imagine he got his hair right too. That's even weirder. Okay, now this this article, Ari. This is one of the oddest things I've come across, and I think it's kind of ingenious, brilliant, even. Oh, do go on. Ooh, I think I've read this one before. The four weirdest anime DVD extras are weirder than you think. Yeah. From our good friends at Cracked.com. Yep. The special features on a DVD just doesn't seem that special anymore. At one point, just having a menu seemed pretty novel. Nowadays, we get bloopers, deleted scenes, and Arnold Schwarzenegger babbling like a boxcar tramp. We're so spoiled by these bells and whistles that we forgot humanity had to rewind its movies a dog's lifetime ago. 
Can we, like, hollow one of these cassettes out and fill them with flash drives? But there are a few anime DVDs out there that have tried some unique special features <clears throat> that probably won't become a commonplace as the deleted scene, and for some very good reasons. Now, the first one is number four, the Jiggle Counter. And it's really bad that they have a picture of Steel Magnolias listed here. That's what's really that's really bad. <laughs> that's hey, terrible. at least it's the original. It could be worse. It could be the remake. Racist. <laughs> oh, don't even joke <laughs> about that. There are some lines I don't think you should try to cross here, even if you're not meaning it. What? As the saying, as all I'm the... saying is that the remake sucks. Well, anyway, as you were saying, as the article says, have you ever read? Have you ever watched a movie and mused aloud? Gee, self, I need to know exactly how many times over the course of this movie that the character's bosom has went on a bouncy rampage. And if you're this kind of extraordinary obsessive compulsive pervert, this inclination crosses your mind in the unlikeliest of places, like during Steel Magnolias. Confound you, Olympia Dukakis. You can't hug Shirley MacLaine all movie long. <laughs> but for the anime Plastic Little, ADV distributor ADV Films cornered this discerning viewer by adding a breast-shaped counter that kept the real-time tally of every time cartoon sweater puppet swayed in the breeze. <laughs> I never even heard of the anime Plastic Little until I read this. I ha- I actually have it on VHS. It- it's good, but it goes by really quick. Hmm. I actually do want to grab this on DVD, so... I could probably find it for like 10 bucks somewhere. Was one of ADV's employees paid to sit in a dank basement, breathe through his mouth, and annotate each frame like the Zapruder film? We honestly cannot say. But we do know that ADV loved this idea so much that they trademarked the name Jiggle Counter. We're pretty sure that the portmanteau Boobacious is still up for grabs. Hey, everyone, go make your millions. And if I'm not mistaken, that wasn't the only movie, I mean, the only animated put that had that. Let's see. Let me see. Mm. Baffling pop-up videos. Mm. I'm actually trying to find... I'm trying to see if I can um, find another... Um, if they actually did... So, if they actually dropped this on other titles as well. Mm. I know Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge made fun of it, but I thought they were just pulling that out of their ass. Burn Up Excess. That also had it. I don't think I own that one in the series. I have like the first two or three. Let's see. Yeah, that's probably the only other one I can find right now. But I knew for a fact it wasn't the first one. Yeah, there's Burn Up, Burn Up W, Burn Up X, and whatever. The things you do to to, set, to make a buck. Baffling pop-up videos. Wow, this looks like something that... Uh, look at the screen cap on this one. Wow. This looks like something that Animigo put out. 
Uh, it was. It's from the humanoid. Hmm. Most DVD commentaries offer either behind-the-scenes insights on the filmmaking process or the cast and crew hopelessly shithoused. But the... <laughs> And there is a YouTube link to this. I am going. I'm going to save. I'm going to save that. I'm going to watch it during the break too. Actually, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. But the Fun Facts DVD setting for the science fiction flick The Humanoid revolutionizes this trend as it teaches you nothing about the humanoid and nobody's drunk. Instead, the commentary accurately recreates the experience of watching a movie with a malfunctioning clever bot. The viewer learns a lot about coffee, mustachioed men, and bald celebrities, all which have zero bearing on the film's plot, which is a robot who learns love to the sounds of mediocre arena metal, incidentally. Now, it's like somebody took a pop-up video from VH1 and went literal with it. Uh-huh. I guess they're going for anti-humor. The so unfunny, it's actually pretty funny level. Maybe. But that's... That's really hard to pull off, though. I'm sure if you were completely shithouse while watching the Fun Facts mood, the mode, you'd find it hilarious, too. Look, if I want to if I want go behind the scenes of a, a, a voice actors being shit-faced or something like that by a DVD, I'll go to the 18-plus voice actors panel. <laughs> Those are so much fun. Yes, uh-huh. I went to my first one, and I think that will be my last one. What the hell did you see? It's... You know how everyone... Remember for a while, the running gag was six degrees of Dijeron mess, which meant somebody knew me or knew of me who knew me, something like that. Also, the fact that whatever's going on, nine times out of ten, it comes back to me because I know the person involved or something like that. Long story short, a voice actress did this panel about a about a fan of hers who kind of went a little bit too far on the creep side. I mm. knew who he was. You poor thing. You have no idea. I have roomed with him a couple of times. And I've seen him do karaoke. It's not pretty. It's not pretty at all. And when she was describing this, and she said something about about him why she hasn't seen him at cons lately. Mako Chan was right there. And I said, that's because he moved to North Carolina. She ran over and whispered his name, and I just slowly nodded my head. <laughs> oh, God, that must have been horrifying. Not horrifying per se, but horrifying slash not fucking surprised uh. <clears throat> yeah the only 18 plus pounds I've seen are just lots of raunchy questions and superfluous swearing so mm-hmm. you get all the weird funny ones it's not like I asked for them okay so what else is in this article what other weird functions are there we have the Magical Trading Card Dungeon. Aquarian Age, the movie, which, by the way, no, I'm thinking of something different. But it might be the same thing. You know, it might be the same thing. I'm thinking of Sosino Aquarian, which the opening theme is one of my favorites. I'm thinking it's kind of connected, but it's probably not. 
which is based on a Japanese trading card game, contains a bonus tutorial starring two actresses who have no connection to the film. The women are transported to a basement where a disembodied voice commands them to play Aquarian Age. One woman refuses to obey her unseen master. Her primary objection, she doesn't know the rules to the game. She's unfazed by the fact that she's not living in a 1980s Doctor Who episode. The bossy seller god strikes his kidnapping victims with rainbow chain lightning. His electrical boom blesses them with a basic knowledge of Aquarian age and lifelong nerve damage. What follows is a tremendously boring explanatory game, the highlight of which is the English announcer yelling his translation over the original Japanese narration. At the conclusion of the game, the two actresses inexplicably shoot lightning into each other's eyes, which, in surprise twist for the DVD's American viewers, means that they had just passed Japanese SATs. <laughs> yeah, a trading card game, blue and red lightning, and weird even by Japan standards? I don't know. I would tend to agree with that, with you, good sir. And number one, Neo Nazi Karaoke. This article is the only <laughs> search. En- this article is the only search engine result you get if you plug that phrase into Google. What? Because seriously, how? Where else are you going to come up with the phrase Neo Nazi Karaoke in any other kind of context? You have a point there. And this is where everybody tries it. <laughs> A similar phrase. I also had no, no uh, hits on Google. On one point from my head, the phrase "Jar Jar, you're a genius." <laughs> but anyway, I, I, I think if you did Google, on. I think if you did Google, you see a reference to. Please look up uh, George W. Bush failure. Oh boy! Yes, for reasons unknown. The DVD of the anime Helsing Ultimate includes a karaoke version of a six-minute speech by the Major, a bad guy tasked with psyching up a vampire Nazi battalion for a rematch against England. With dialogue like, I love war, I love holocaust, I love Blitzkriegs, you wonder what the hell anime company Funimation was thinking. America has plenty of stupid pastimes, but reciting the closed captioning to American History X in one rumpus room is not up there with regurgitating a blooming onion while rapping Crazy Town's Butterfly at Chili's Karaoke Night. Now, for the record, I like that song, goddammit. Yeah, me too, but... I would actually link this article, and I know like three people that work at Funimation. I would link one and be like, "Somebody got some splaining to do." Now, if they did something like, um, like in Code Geass, uh, Emperor Britannia's uh, speech at Clovis's funeral, that I can get behind. Mm. Mostly because Norio Wakamoto is a voice acting god, and and hearing. And getting him to scream, Oh, hell, Britannia! Is this one of those moments you have to be there for? Mm. Yeah, it's not very often you see anime-themed articles on Cracked. Yeah. And one of the links up top is... uh. Is called. It's they change from day to day, but one of today's article is called "A Letter to My Neighbors About My Dubstep Light Show." 
Uh... Yeah, apparently people get into the habit of making, of syncing up their uh, Christmas lights to a uh, blink on and off during, to uh, various themes or songs. Mm-hmm. And apparently someone did a dubstep version. Uh. I'm sorry. I am sorry too. Um. Yeah. Uh that's. I, 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 I got nothing. <laughs> In better random news, Clerks 3. Do what now? Um, yeah, Clerks 3. I can get behind that. Yeah. Didn't know he was making a third one. Well, it's going to be his last one, sadly. Yep. He's retiring after Clerks 3, which I'm kind of upset about. Well, you got to get out on you got to get out on top though if you think about it. Mm. Of course we're all going to go see it anyway. Oh hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Duh. Considering I saw Clerks 2 twice during opening weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, really? Didn't know that. Yeah. And I saw it with her. We went opening night, and then we went again Sunday. <laughs> Let me guess, the second time you you went back and noticed shit you didn't notice the first time? No, not really. Not really. We went with more people the second time. But, yeah, okay, that's the end of my randomness. Mm. Shall we chalk it up to burnout and, and hit our next break and start wrapping things up? Sure. Sure. Sounds like a plan. We will be back.
trust all of my time. Boom, I get energy, look at You took my breath away. So high, come on away. Sana, you may me go, go, chinish, tejima. Kalada, chunya, pisa, lugi, lujun,
So many roads to follow. Not really sure which one I should take. Anyway, I'm being me for so long. I let her step me the way. Say for tonight what do you guys say yeah I'm pretty t spent legit what about you Marco-chan tired brains can't be yours tired brains tired it's like one more week till Christmas and as of right now we have not decided if we're going to do a Christmas special and how it's going to go down we will post on the website Facebook and Twitter everywhere else so if there's going to be a a half drunken Christmas episode which means only half the staff will be all liquored up which sucks you don't because you can't drink because you have to get up early in the morning yeah, because I have to work the day after Christmas. Can't go in with a hangover. <laughs> Although after you, drinking, I'm not going to get up. Although, if you're like me, you have the kind of employees that will drive you to drinking. <laughs> That's anywhere you uh, work. Oh, trust me, yeah. 
But anywho, if you like what you heard, please tell a friend. They in turn will tell a friend, so on and so forth. Because this is how we work with Anime Jam Session. We're independent podcasters. We work through the power of social networking, word of mouth. So whether you like us or hate us, somebody you'll still tell us and somebody will listen to us. So check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com. And yes, most of the Anime Next uh, videos are on our YouTube page. And there is a playlist. I have to go back and upload one more, and I have to re-edit one video because the volume is too low. But, yeah. but hey, the point is, you got them up. Yep, and then God I... Goddamn could... time. Hey! Look, I still <laughs> gotta go... I think before I gotta do Castle Point and Paxis, and then I can jump on Otakon and do everything else. <laughs> oh. Oh, man. Hopefully during this quote-unquote winter break that we have from the podcast, I can actually get on this. So, yeah. And don't forget, um, our 100th episode is is coming up. And the way things are going, our episode 100 will be sometime in January or February. I think we may have to do a special edition all-star drunk episode or year or 100 episodes in review or something like that. I'm all for it. Yeah. I'm just wondering what people are going to ask to hear because I don't know if I can remember which episode where certain things went down, like the the episode where we all went ballistic about the otaku on American Idol. <laughs> yeah, that was something special. But um, check out our podcast on podcast.net, podcast.com, Podcast Alley, Yahoo Podcasts, Xbox Music, and iTunes. And remember, if you give us a five-star rating on iTunes, we'll gladly give you a review right on the air. Check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash TV. And yes, you can find a playlist for the newly uploaded Anime Next 2012 videos. Um, cosplayer interviews, voice actor interviews, and the long-awaited ma- uh, masquerade and glorious, delectable, eye-popping 720p. Hmm. It's like eye porn. Yes, if I was any closer, then I probably would have gone with the 1080p or 1080. I can't remember. 1080p. Yeah, that's the one that's bigger. I, whatever. But check us out also on YouTube.com/slash/djrunmess, Sailor Flare, and Re226ne2. We have our own individual playlists of videos that we like, and if you're anything like me, I actually throwing a couple of videos up there for for comedy's sake. Check us out on Twitter.com, Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. Any updates to the website, videos, anything that's going down, you can check us out there. Retweets of our of our videos and photos, definitely as well. But if you want to follow the individual staff here, the chaos and the instability of us, you can find me at DJ Ronma S. You can find Sailor Flair at Make It Epic. Ari's at The Ari Man. And Mako-chan as at is that Jovidea? I really think you should change it to something like Makochan seventy seven or something like that. Why? Because it sounds better. No. 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 You're no. She fun. said no. It's such a spoiled sport. <sighs> Sorry, but no. Yeah, I'll beat you yet with my stick. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And our fa- and our ever popular Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash anime jam session. I think we're at 1,079 fa- likes and fans. Hooray! Hell yeah, that's pretty awesome. And we're work and we're working as hard as we can to get more photos, more videos up there. And most likely from the end of the week, we should have the photos from what kind? Yeah, Anime USA. Those should be up by later by later this week. And Ari, you're going to hate me now. You're going to hate me. Really? Yeah. Just wait till you see how what I put on your Facebook wall. <sighs> but anyway, it's like it was written by someone who's never watched anime before in their entire life. Yep. You can find my Facebook page at facebook.com slash DJRonMess. There you'll find uh, links to some of the photography I've done, some stuff about upcoming cons I'm doing, and stuff with Anime Jam Session. You can find Mako-chan over at facebook.com slash Makoto Mako-chan Kino. And lastly, but most importantly, Vogue Network. Check out vognetwork.com, our new home for our podcast and our own official forums. Our forums have been dead empty since the start of our move there, so please come by and check them out. And you'll see a couple of articles up there that we've contributed as well. And just so you know, when you hit the Vogue Network, there's more than just anime, more than just us. Video games, science fiction, pop culture. You've got Wow Wednesdays. Which is Horde House and Girls Gone Wow. We're Anime Jam Session. We're on it Tuesdays. You find us again with our encore presentation on Thursday along with Critical Myth. You can check out Under Sedation Live Saturday nights and our flagship, the flagship shows of the Vogue Network, the Bobby Blackwell Show and Orange Lounge Radio. Bobby Blackwell starts at 8, whereas uh, Orange Lounge starts at 9. And we are the quote unquote official. Uh, little brother podcast to OLR so I think that's kind of something for a badge for us don't you agree yeah yeah it's really nice yeah so I think this is like the earliest we've finished um, an episode in like weeks probably mm. but that's a good thing I was up way too late last night and whose fault was that mine entirely good answer good answer Survey says... That's right. Survey says, can I go to sleep now? No. Aww. Okay. Final thoughts? Last words? Anyone? Ari? Uh, no, I got nothing. Mako? Um... Wow. That's hilarious. Sorry. Is it just, what is it? What? Um, there's been a lot of all these uh, seven-day forecasts. Oh! With the whole thing uh, about the world ending on Friday. So most of the ones that I've been seeing have had, like, uh, like crappy weather up until Friday. Yeah, and then Friday's been, like, 4,000 degrees. Well, this one, um, it's the normal weather, and then Friday is just a picture of Discord from My Little Pony. <laughs> <laughs> Legit! <laughs> Okay. Yeah. All right. For me, um, I have a lot of videos and stuff to do, and the holidays aren't too far behind. 
Oh fuck, I gotta go shopping. I hate shopping. So do I. So, in order for us to do that shopping, we gotta get out of here. So, I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. I'm Mako-chan. And if we'll see you next week, we'll be off for the next two weeks. If not, we'll be back um, sometime in January. Either way, we will be back in January. If we don't hear back from us, have a great holiday and have a great new year. Say goodnight, Mako. Goodnight, Mako. Damn you. (laughs) That's fucked up shit. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session AJS Productions. There were no fanboys or fangirls hurt, maimed, or killed during this episode. This time... The views and opinions on this show do not reflect the entire staff or network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. And if you would like a transcript of today's podcast, start typing. Visit us at AnimeJamSession.com and VOGNetwork.com for more information about the show. See you next time.